0: Hello and welcome to broadcast number 66 of Indie Radio. Uh, Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show that airs bi-weekly on Saturdays at noon US Central Time to help you keep up with the ever-evolving world of indie game development, debate about issues in the indie game scene, and to let you into the mind of some of the most interesting people behind the creation of indie games. I'm Brett Hudson, your host, broadcasting live from the Midwest United States. Today we have two guests from Parabox Games, the creators of Caveman Craig, Reese and Tim Andrews. Would you like to say hi, guys?
1: Yeah, hi. Hey, how you doing?
0: <laughs> So, yeah, um, as always, we have an IRC channel uh, that you can uh, communicate with us on. Uh, you can ask questions, just chat about stuff, share links, whatever you want, you know, just chat with us, have fun. Uh, we will be giving away two copies of Caveman Craig to lucky listeners today. So jump to the IRC if you want, <clears throat> want a chance to win. Uh, the IRC is available on the Afternet.org network on the channel Indie Function, I-N-D-I-E Function. Uh, otherwise, if you're listening to this live on the radio page on the Indie Function website, the IRC channel is actually embedded into the page at the bottom. You just type in a username, uh, click go, and you'll be in there. So you'll be able to, you know, win games and chat with us. Uh, other than that, uh, I think that's pretty much all so we will jump into the news uh, last time we brought up the leap motion 3 d jam which is uh, still going on right now uh, it's just started september twenty eighth so two days after our last broadcast and it runs until uh, where's where's the date November ninth uh, two thousand fifteen so if you want to check that out. I would definitely uh, do so. Head over to LeapMotion.com dot uh, com, and they they got a link there for the Leap Motion three D Jam. It's called, and what you do in this jam is you use the Leap Motion device to create uh, augmented reality uh, and virtual reality applications using the device. Uh, have you guys heard of the Leap Motion?
1: Yes, but I haven't uh, looked into it a whole lot. Yeah,
0: it, it's pretty cool. Uh, so the the device has two cameras or, or sorry, two, two sensors, I think. It, they're either cameras or sensors, and then three infrared uh, lights that track your hands and then your, your hands show up in the game, which is the coolest thing. Um, I've actually it got a yeah. dev kit uh, sitting next to me. It works really well. Um, even with, with uh, poor lighting, it, it can still work pretty decent. Um, and my, my device is a year old. So I'm sure they've improved it by now. Uh, so if you, if you want to register, uh, head over to LeapMotion.com, and you can actually get them to uh, reimburse your uh, purchase fee uh, if you de- if you develop a game for this. So if you if you buy one, uh, submit a game, they'll they'll send you the money back for uh, the device, which is pretty sweet. Mm. Also in jams, there is the Petastic GMC Jam Twenty. Happening later this month on October 24th. Uh, that's that's when it starts, and I'm guessing it runs till the 27th, maybe? 26th or 27th? I don't know. Um, yeah, through the 26th. Uh, it's 72 hours. Um, the GMC Jam happens on the gaming community. Uh, you can check it out at gmc.yoyogames.com. Uh, the theme has not been announced. They reveal a letter every couple of days uh, so people can guess. Uh, what the theme is, and they also have a handicap, which is really neat, uh, which you know makes it more interesting than just uh, a basic theme.
2: So, what makes it pettastic?
0: Um, it, you know, it, I'm I'm not entirely sure. It says somewhere here that <laughs> just it says the cute hype- picture
2: of the cat that they've got on there.
0: Yeah, it, it <laughs> says hype it's objects.
2: Cute, <laughs> yeah, well,
0: <laughs> yeah, it says hype objects, pets. So I, I'm not exactly sure what that means. I'm guessing. You get bonus points if you have pets in there. It's like yeah, a sub okay. theme? I don't know. J-
1: Jams yeah. seem to have gotten really complicated since last time I've looked into them. You know, when it started it was just this is a theme, make a game, whereas now there's all these like <laughs> strange mechanics that I don't understand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And I I think it's just because there's so many of them happening that mm. it's just like, Oh, we gotta we gotta be creative, we gotta we gotta have ours be unique, ours stand out. Yeah,
1: we need a cat with glowing eyes.
0: With with a jar of jam. Dubious
1: <laughs> looking jam, I think.
0: Yeah, that's like Halloween jam right there.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want to eat it. I, I suppose it's actually the Yo-Yo Games color is green, but yeah.
2: That makes sense, yeah. Weird.
0: But yeah, if you, if you want to check that out, uh, com. Uh, it's open to anybody that has a Farm account, pretty much. Uh, you just got to sign up. And there are prizes available for people who win. Uh, now is offering um, his new game Innocuous 5 uh, to it looks like anybody that enters. Wow, that's that's really cool. So he's, he's sending a copy to Ooh. anybody that enters at period and you can also have the 160 font giga font pack <laughs> including commercial rights if you didn't already get it from a past jam. That is awesome. Now is... A master of fonts And he's he'll give you 160 fonts With commercial rights That That's really sweet um, Other than that I'm just looking through here to see if there's anything else That really sticks out um, Oh Sean Sean S Yeah it's an S um, Is giving away uh, The top 5 games, a copy of Another Perspective And the source code Which is pretty sweet uh, which is also available in the humble bundle a couple weeks ago. Did you Did you guys see that the the humble bundle with source code?
1: Um, I saw the one with the with the game maker package. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's part of it.
0: Yep, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was so cool. It was like twelve games <laughs> plus the source code.
1: <gasps> it crashed all their servers. Um, the funny thing was at the time I was running a uh, a workshop on game development um at a camp, <laughs> and so. <laughs> It was our first. Like we're really, really tight. There's only five workshops, you know, over three days, and they have to mm-hmm. make a game in that time, and they don't know, you know, like the the programming skills are, you know, either zero or you know. So yeah, and we tried to get the software running, oh, um, man, and cool. nobody could register, <laughs> <laughs> and so we had to. We actually had to use Game Maker Eight, um, which was a a blast from the past, but um, it was wasn't a great way to sell Game Maker to them. Uh, off the bat, but um, <laughs> it's a bit frustrating. But you know, it's good that they were able to get, you know, so many people. Yeah, to get I have got a, a, so. a
0: GameMaker 8 installer sitting around on my computer somewhere. I I, I uh, used to have the biggest grudge against post GameMaker 8 versions of the software for mm. for no reason really. Um.
1: Oh, I think I think there were good reasons, but I think they've really improved it over the over time. There was, a, there was a bit of a bridge where Game Maker 8 was still much better than Studio in many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we kind of held off moving everything over, but I think now it's there's enough reason to move on to, to Studio.
0: Yeah, for me it was mostly UI stuff, um, I think. Mm. I just like the UI and 8 better. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is Handmade Com 2015 Announcement. Uh, If you guys haven't heard of Handmade Hero yet, you need to check it out. Uh, Handmade Hero is this uh, Twitch stream that happens daily um, in the evening in the U.S. I think it's 6 p.m. Pacific time, maybe? I'm not entirely sure, actually. (laughs) But uh, it's ran by uh, Casey Miratori, who is a C++ guru. Uh, He's worked uh, with some pretty big... uh, game development companies, and now he's in Indie. He's also worked on uh, Jonathan Blow's latest game, The Witness. And this guy is just chock full of so much information. And he decided to make a video series where he would uh, basically take you from downloading a, a uh, an IDE to making a full commercial game without using any libraries, without using any engines, just writing everything from yourself. Like, lesson three you you write a pixel buffer and he like explains it and like it all makes sense it is so amazing um i've made it through i think three weeks of the the tutorials which means that i'm at like 15 or 16 right now and he's nearing 200 which is just insane um but it's a super great project and uh, he's also going to be on the show on november 21st i think so, anybody <laughs> listening in that's a Casey Miratori fan, look forward to that. Um, he's he's having Handmade Con uh, in Seattle on December. Jeez, oh, I already forgot the date, December fifth. So at the Seattle Public Library from ten AM to six PM, he's going to be talking uh, to game developers that he respects and uh, wants to learn from, basically. And he's going to ask them questions about their coding styles, what, what they like to do with game design just tons of questions to, you know, fill our brains with essential knowledge to being great game developers. There's going to be no PowerPoint presentations. It's literally going to be him sitting up there for eight hours (laughs) uh, chatting with uh, developers, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, Right now, tickets are on sale for $35 uh, until November 5th. After that, they go up to $45. uh, And you can... uh, Get more information on this at mollyrocket.com That's M-O-L-L-Y Wait, M-O-L-L-Y Yeah, uh, rocket.com uh, uh, Next up is IndyK 2015 Official nominees There are I, I counted them this morning And unless I'm one off There are exactly 125 entries uh, That are nominees this year <clears throat> uh, So that means 125 games At the minimum are going to be showcased this year at IndieCade, which is really cool. Um, there's there's some really cool games that I've been waiting for for a long time, like uh, Scale that are going to be shown there, uh, Overland, uh, Darknet, <coughs> uh, Classroom Aquatic's going to be there again. That was a really cool game. Uh, there's just tons and tons and tons of games. So if you guys are going to IndieCade this year, um, definitely look at the list. Uh, I suppose I should be. Putting links to all these topics in the uh, IRC. But uh, if you're listening to this in the archive, you've got the show topics right there on the page. Uh, But yeah, uh, check those out. And then also, if you're going to be at IndieCade, you can run into us. Uh, I'll be there. Um, I'm the guy that's around five and a half feet. I'll have a badge. (laughs) So uh, feel free to (laughs) say hi to me. (laughs) Um, I don't bite.
2: Good description.
0: Yep, great description. The badge guy. I'm the badge guy from Indie Function. Yeah, I don't don't know what I'm going to wear, so I really don't have any description. My hair's long. I put it up in a bun usually when I'm out and about. That's me. (laughs) Uh, And that concludes our news. Uh, So for anybody just listening in, uh, I'm just going to recap everything. Uh, We've got Reese and Tim Andrews on today uh, from Parabox Games. They are the creators of Caveman Craig which is an amazing game. We're going to be talking about it today. And then also, we have an IRC channel that you can get to at the bottom of the indiefunction.com slash radio page. Uh, just type in your username, hit enter, uh, jump in there, and chat with us, and you could win a copy of Caveman Craig on Steam.
2: Can we afford that, race? We can afford to give away two games? Uh, yeah,
0: Yeah. I... I I hope so. We're hesitant, but <laughs> yeah. Nah, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> we'll we'll just we'll we'll get two bots in the chat and just pretend it goes. Well. <laughs> yes. There we go. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to want to introduce yourselves? Kind of give a little background about Parabox Games and Caveman Craig.
1: Yeah. Sure. That sounds go good. Go for it, Race. All right. Um... So Tim's my brother, um, and we've been we've played games together since we were kids. So um, yeah, we, we kind of like some of the same stuff, and we've been making games as well since we were kids. Um, Tim actually started working on Game Maker before I did, back in probably version one, back in ninety nine or something like that.
0: Oh my god! And
1: uh, yeah, I just used to just stare at the screen while he. Um, he made all sorts of little <laughs> Pac-Man games and stuff like that. I basically Game just man.
2: copied the, uh, the, the the sort of template games that were there and chucked my own pictures in them. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty limited back then anyway. I'm
0: going to change the speed from four to five. Watch this.
1: Let's drop it. And then after a while, um, I sort of took over. I started using it a lot more than Tim did. Tim's more interested in the animation side of things. Um, and slowly but surely learned how to program in Maker, um, And, uh, yeah, um, Caveman Craig's been sort of... We've made a few little things in our time, but Caveman Craig's been our main project. Um, and uh, we formed Parabox Games just so that we had a name uh, that we could put next to the games, right? Uh, Rather than having to introduce ourselves as Reese Andrews and Tim Andrews every time we said we yeah. had some something to share. So um, yeah, it just came up with a cool name and um, Yeah.
2: So the so Caveman Craig itself has a, a pretty long history. Um, uh, so the the original version of the game we created for Yo Yo Games competition. Do you know what year that was, Reese? I think it was two
1: thousand and six. I- or seven. I'm or eight. say 2009.
0: <laughs> actually, maybe maybe it was 2008 though.
1: I was still in school. I, I and like it was, it was, yeah, yeah. I I would have been in year 11, so I feel like it was late 2007 because I think 2008 was my graduating year.
2: Yeah. Okay. You think you think it was?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I've tried yeah. to kill all those memories.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we so we um we made the very first caveman Craig within 30 days. Um, Because we came across that competition uh, and the theme was ancient civilizations and we just kind of thought, I think we kind of thought maybe that was a sort of a a boring theme to start with. Um, And I mean, you know, we went with the the caveman, sort of caveman theme, which wasn't really a common one. Most people were doing actual real, you you know, ancient Egypt type things um but yeah we sort of smashed this game together in within 30 days and i think that original idea we had is is what we've had to kind of stick to in the sort of current version of the game um where it's kind of a mix of a few different game styles um it's kind of age of empires but you're one of the villagers you know what i mean um you uh but it's also a sort of platform so um, yeah that original version of the game we we probably had tens of thousands of downloads uh, during that competition um, and we got second place um, but that was great like you know I don't think I mean Reese was in school I don't think I was working at the time um, where we had the, we had the time to do it and we just sort <laughs> of smashed this thing together um, and then yeah of course we thought okay well, Let's make another version. We made a special edition version that had a few extra features and we, we, you know, put it up for sale. Um, so the original one was was a freebie for the competition. Um, and, um, yeah, I think we kind of in some ways missed the boat on... So with Caveman Craig 2, we thought, okay, this is... Uh, I, I guess by that point I'd had a lot more animation experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and we sort of had all these ideas for extra features to make a, a brand new Caveman Craig game. Uh, I think we, we may have missed the boat because uh, if we'd made it a bit sooner, uh, we still kind of had a bit of a following from that original game. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we did. We pumped out Caveman Craig 2. It would have been... Do you know what year that was, Reese?
1: 2012.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, I mean, a bit later. Um, I mean... Yeah, so um, and then t- more recently being approved for Steam, we kind of went, okay, you know, this could be a good opportunity um, and that's when we, again, we sort of added more features and we, we, we fixed up a lot of things and sort of uh, smoothed everything off. Um, so that's kind of where it's up to um, and we released it in August...
1: Yeah,
2: very end of August. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's only been out for a couple months.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, it, yeah, it's current version anyway. So it does, it's had a, a pretty long history and um, uh, I would say that's due to the fact that we have normal, real, everyday jobs and um, this is kind of a side thing. Um, so we'd... Yeah, people need to buy our game so that we can make more. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's that's the uh, that's the crux of it. Yeah,
0: I uh, I brought up the caveman Craig page on the YuYu game sandbox because I, I was curious mm. what some of these numbers were. Um, and you guys published it April twentieth, four uh, twenty, 420, uh, 2008. Oh. So it, it was two thousand eight, and then. Um, the, the, The thing that made me think of bringing the page up was that you were saying that you had tens of thousands, and I wanted that exact number. You guys had 85,000 plays on Yo-Yo Games.
2: There you go. That is
0: insane. (laughs) For a downloadable title, that's that's amazing.
2: Yeah, Yeah. part of that was um, Yo-Yo Games, the way it was set up back then. It was like, if your game was popular, or if it was good, or people sort of enjoyed it, it would find its way to their their front page. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it had some sort of colourful screenshots and and I think that kind of um, is what pulled people in. Uh, Yeah, so it it did. It climbed quite rapidly at the time. Um, I would have plateaued out by now. (laughs) But, yeah,
1: 85,000, we were
2: pretty happy with that.
1: (laughs) The last comment we've had was two years ago on the game, so it's, it's certainly plateaued.
0: Yeah, it's, it's in Russian, so... <laughs> That's you right. definitely got yes. a big audience.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Actually, we can we completely forget about that
2: version of the game, I think.
1: I, it's funny going back to it. Like, I haven't played the game, the original one, in, in months, but um, or years even. Um, but I, it, it amazes me, looking at the game, to see how far... Not only how far Tim and I have come in, in our game development... Um, yeah, portfolio. But the the way the, the game industry changed as well. Like this this is such a um, pun not intended, or maybe it is a primitive game. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, it's such a it's such a primitive game, but it was it had a big following, and we had. Um, I remember even Rock Paper Shotgun reviewed it, um, and back then it was obviously a smaller a smaller website. But um, like any game that came out back then was was worthy of some attention mm-hmm. um, and everything's just exploded since then um, and even though you know caveman Craig 2 is and caveman Craig um, for steam has just gone so far ahead from the original game the following is is you have to work for it a lot more um, and it's just a real yeah a real testament to how much the indie industry has changed over the years
2: yeah and part of that is is how easy it is to get hold of you know, software to to do this stuff and, and the access to you know tutorials and whatever. Um, I mean, and, and even from my point of view, being an animator, um, you can you can have you know a full animation studio set up in your home um, if you've got the cash to buy the right software. And um, yeah, that that's it. Now people are sort of realizing how easy it is to to create um, digitally. Yeah, everyone has access to it
0: Mhm. yeah and then what, what you guys said a bit earlier about Yo-Yo Games with their homepage I thought that was interesting because I, I had that idea a while back too when Yo-Yo Games got their new website when they were releasing Studio and they were ditching you know Sandbox I thought that was so so silly that they mm. they didn't have any featured games there for the longest time
2: yeah we and- felt the same way yeah i remember
1: i remember writing quite a lengthy email to them actually i had i had a bit of a um yeah an affiliation with some of the some of the staff there um and i i didn't understand it one bit i was like this is this is going really well um and there's just some sort of key things that you could change to make it so much better um because i knew there were a few frustrations with sandbox as well um but um i i guess looking back on it now you can see a bit of a bit of sense behind the change.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean,
2: uh, on the the sandbox, there was a a lot of garbage on there. Yeah. Um, But that stuff would very quickly, like I said before, you know, stuff that people actually liked would would find its way to that front page.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the cream would rise to the top, you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, like, with with the sandbox, you, you saw that there was, like, a huge community. Mm -hmm. And it it was it was inviting, but their their new presence is more of a professional like, hey, this is a this is a real awesome like Unity competition game engine. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, we don't we don't want to showcase all the little games made by it by talented individuals. We want to show more of the big bigger shot, you know,
1: money into it. Games it's interesting games. that they've they, they're kind of reintroducing the sandbox now in the form of Game Maker Player. Oh yeah! Um, and when <laughs> when they announced that, I I was kind of frustrated again. I thought, why are you going back to that then? Like, why not just reinvigorate the sandbox and yeah, yeah? But,
0: and isn't uh, the player yeah. a client too? So you got to download it or something?
1: Uh, possibly, you know. I haven't I haven't touched it. <laughs> P- possibly at a protest. Um, <laughs> I've yeah, I, I think so. I think it's like a wrapper for for game maker games, um, but it's also just like a you know a store similar to the um, the marketplace, except it's for finished games that you can play. Um, so I, I, I guess time will tell what their what their strategy is with that.
0: Yeah, because I mean we already have Steam. I don't want to download another thing to play games.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now you've got to say something nice about Yayo Games.
0: Yeah, especially since uh, Nell usually listens in. So. Oh, look. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably should. Hey. No, I, I, um, I have a very invested interest in, in Yo-Yo Games and in Game Maker. Um, and so, I'm not that I have much of a voice, but I'm pretty vocal about what I do and don't like about, um, about Yo-Yo Games. And I think it's because I, I really love Game Maker. It's been part of my life um, for a very long time. Um, and I, I don't wanna, you know I don't want to move over to something like unity because there's a lot of soul in game maker um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so that's why I I voice my frustrations, but at the same time um, you know, in the past, you know like case in point with the sandbox, I've been frustrated and then there's been a you know there's been a, a fruit to what they've done. Um, so I'm not always right and <laughs> I'm the first to <laughs> admit that. Um, so there's a, there's a balance of trust and, um, I guess just being a little, a little honest about <laughs> how I feel, but I, I think I, I think I trust where they're headed.
2: Mm. Well, what I if- think in, sorry, in, in regards to, um, I guess how far we've come over those years. I mean, that was a long time ago. That first version was Seven put years. out. Um, I just, um. Sorry, just adjusting some audio stuff here. Um, yeah, I mean, for for Reece, um, you know, he, even back then, he was pretty talented when it came to putting that game together. Um, and I think the fact that he's stuck with Game Maker over the years, I've been pretty impressed with what Reese can do. And I think working on Caveman Craig... I would sort of like have an idea. Oh, can you make it so that you know Craig does this or this, or you know when this gets hit by a rock, this happens or whatever. Um, And sometimes the ideas I would have would be um, would sound a little too difficult. And Reese would go, "Oh yeah, that's easy." And you know, (laughs) you know, sometimes the most complicated things Reese would go, "Oh yeah, that's easy." Any five minutes later, he's got it done. Um, uh, I mean, in saying that, sometimes the stuff that sounds really simple can be difficult, but. Yeah, one thing that I've been impressed with Reese's work is that he's um, he, as he's really um, got into this this program into game maker he um, he's f- figured out all the ins and outs and he he's able to kind of make almost anything happen with it um, which is great and uh, I guess for me as far as um, that transition between you know that first game we made and the one now uh when we when we made that original version I I was sort of bit of a sort of self-taught kind of guy as far as animation goes um, and since then I, I've worked with some um, very talented uh, Disney animators and um, yeah worked on a, a number of um, Disney cartoons um, probably never heard of them but uh, worked on a show called Kick Patowski um, and also a, a recent show called Wander Over Yonder I, uh, I and yeah 2D that, animation. Yeah. Sorry, what was that?
0: Oh, I, I've heard of the first show. The Kick-buttowski. Yep. Kick, uh, I can never say it. That's
2: right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, those were um, really, really good experiences working on those. Um, yeah, because it's 2D animation, but, but um, very sort of technical and very... Um, I don't know, yeah, just really kind of stretched my brain and taught me a lot. And so then working on Caveman Craig... Um, the tribes of Bogdrop. This current version, yeah, it was, it was great starting from scratch because I can, oh, I can, I can do away with those old, old crappy animations that I've done before, um, and do something a bit more substantial. Um, I, I mean, I don't think um, there's a, I don't think there's a another Caveman Craig game on the horizon. But if there was, I feel like again we could step it up um, as far as as far as visually from my point of view. Um, but in saying that, um there's not really much you could add to a, another version of Caveman Craig. I think um, that that original concept of um, controlling Craig and, and training those those three different cavemen is the real essence of the game. Um, once you start sort of going too far away from that or adding way too many extra... Um, <coughs> excuse me, extra features. Yeah, you lose that charm. Um but yeah, it's been it's been really fun to work on.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> huh. And now now we're just at like a, a spot where we we should transition to something, but we, we don't quite.
2: Know yeah, much I might yet. just I might just go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like three three thirty a.m. over there for you guys. Yeah, it's four thirty a.m. Oh, oh yeah, because oh, yeah, daylight savings. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You guys, you guys are true troopers. Like, wow! And Tim, you've got you've got a baby over there, right? Too.
2: Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. He's um, I'm a little bit worried that I'm that he might wake up, but no, he won't. He should be all right. Um, yeah, he's he's one and a bit. He was born in June last year, so no, he's <laughs> he's a good little sleeper at the moment. So <laughs> hopefully, he doesn't wake up.
0: <laughs> Perfect. So, so I'm assuming you're the older brother here,
2: right? Yeah, that's right. Yep, yeah, so I um, turned the big three zero this year, uh, and then Rhys is, what, six years younger than me? Yeah, 24. All right. Yeah, I think you were going to say six years. <laughs> <laughs> he's six years old, so he's but, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, I, I think it's so cool that you guys have such a great dynamic as brothers, because like, right now, uh, my brother, we're, we're about the same age difference part, we're five years apart, and he wants nothing to do with me. It's just like ah, mm.
2: oh, ah, oh, really?
1: Yeah, no, we've been we've been blessed with a pretty good family.
2: Yeah, and we and actually the, live in the same suburb, and we live
1: like a
2: walking distance away from each other. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's far away enough.
1: It's funny. I um, I mean, we've always got so many ideas of games um to do, and not just. Tim and I but independently as well um, and every time I I mean I'm not an artist so I've either got to come up with a game that doesn't rely on good art which is quite difficult mm-hmm. um, or I've got to go find an artist um, Tim's pretty busy so we we kind of try to keep only the best ideas to um, for, for us um, but every time I go and find another artist I just think oh, we, we're, <laughs> we're not in the same family so our, our we're going to be thinking on different wavelengths and uh, (laughs) yeah, I've got to step out a little bit, I think, but, um, but there's always, you know, there's always a communication, um, there's communication hurdles to, to jump over when you're working with somebody. Um, and you just don't get as many of those when you're brothers, because you kind of think pretty similar anyway. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. And I think when we really need to discuss some things to do with the game, it's like, uh, can you come over this afternoon? And the fact that we just live around the corner (laughs) makes that a lot easier. Um, Mm -hmm. I think in saying that, though, we also both have very different ideas. Um, and recently, I said to Reese, "Well, look, how about we do t- we we our, for our next games that we work on? You, uh, you, will we'll do a game that is your idea. and We'll do a game that's my idea. Um, I don't know if we'll actually do that, but um, I, I think sometimes you know you get excited about an idea. Reese will get excited get excited about a, a game idea and. And I'll be thinking, yeah, because I'm already excited about a different one. Um, and I think when you hit that spot where you're both like, oh, yeah, this sounds good, um, that's when it'll work. Uh, we really we really hope we can sort of make more games and um, we've kind of made a small mistake in, in promising um, people through our website that we're going to work on, uh, like that we sort of have these games coming out. But, you know, we get all enthusiastic about it and then... Another idea pops up, or we just don't have the time for it.
0: Another idea pops up. That never happens to indies.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but but this project is going to be way better than the last.
1: Yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. It's so difficult to hone in on a on an idea and go, yeah, this is the one we're going to commit to because it's such a massive undertaking to make a game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unless you're a you're already established as a studio, um, whether you've you know. Uh, Risks a lot of money and time to do that, or whether you know you've actually made some good games and and you've got a bit of income. Um, you know, it's a bit easier then because you've got eight hours a day and you're like, okay, well, let's make two games or whatever. But with Tim and I, um, time is quite precious, and so we're like, okay, well, if we're going to commit to a game, we have to know that it's going to be worthwhile. Um, and you kind of get stuck in analysis paralysis with that.
2: Yeah, maybe I need to start training my one-year-old to um, to help with this game development. <laughs> mm.
0: yeah, just just teach your kid how to cook, and then you don't have to worry about meals and yeah. deliver food to you.
1: It's going to make you sandwich every day. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good that's that's
2: a good start. Yeah, <laughs> making a sandwich is a bit easier than making a game, I suppose.
0: Uh-huh. That's right. it's the same. They both got layers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's, there's ugly sandwiches. There's beautiful sandwiches. Same with game.
1: I saw a video um, just yesterday of a guy who makes a sandwich from scratch, um, but like literally from scratch. So it took it took him six months, and it cost him fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> um, and he, you know, like he actually goes and finds a chicken and kills it and makes it. You know, cooks a chicken and he makes bread from scratch. Using, you know, growing wheat and any. Oh, I love that. He gets to the end and he takes a bite out of it and he's like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's like, you know, six months they're not bad, you know. So. <laughs> I wanted to
0: do something like that when I, I think I was like 12 or 13 and I was like, it would be so cool making a computer from scratch, like mining the materials and then like oh, no. putting them through a machine. <laughs>
1: It's called Minecraft. You just need to mine redstone and do whatever you
0: like. Yeah. And now here, like sitting in modern day, it's like, why would I ever want to spend all that time doing it? Yeah, I'd learn a lot, but holy crap, that's a lot of time. Yeah. And money.
2: <laughs> I remember making a computer out of cardboard. It was just sort of a, a box with a keyboard drawn on it and a another box for the screen, and then I just had these cardboard, like, puppet-type things in there. It was yeah I tried not to throw it out but yeah eventually it found its way <laughs>
0: <laughs> did, it, did it have Tim Basic uh, programming language yeah
2: something it? like that and I mean it was pre eBay so it, I couldn't even s- sell it when I was finished with it <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> alright let's go check up in the chat alright
1: not that a whole lot
0: quiet
1: somebody He's said Craig, but Craig I don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> well let's elaborate yeah, um, I um, actually, no, sorry, go. I was just going to say, um, giving away these copies of Capeman Craig*. Um, I was just trying to think of, you know, how to, how to determine who to give the copies to. Um, so I was hoping that people could ask some, some weird questions um, or tell us a funny joke, and if we laugh, then maybe we'll give you a copy. But um, it depends how active our our um, participants are.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty quiet today. What is going on? Yeah, you know, let's <laughs> let's let's tweet about this. We're giving away copies of Caveman Craig. I know we a, a legit
2: question,
1: huh? We've got one. All right. Sometimes we feel like dancing, Caveman Craig. Whew. It's yeah, probably a notepad, a text file somewhere
2: like, that where we yeah. typed every time. Cancel. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, we, um, I can't think of any time where we're like, uh, are we really going to do this or not? Um, I think um, we, um, the, the first game was obviously 30, done in 30 days, so there wasn't really any opportunity for us to, we just went for it. Um, I think I remember one night we were just talking about it heaps and then we just... Uh, came up with a bit of an idea and we said okay we've either got to do it or not Um, you know when you've only got 30 days because it was actually because we entered the competition so late or we we came across the competition so late Um, it was just a real challenge for us Um, so there was no real um, you know with the original there was no doubt um, throughout the development but there was certainly some uh, lulls throughout making the second game Um, that's why it took us four years compared to the 30 days the original one took. Um, and I think... Uh, <laughs> I'll answer that one in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if we ever had a serious conversation went, oh, are we going to cancel the game or not? But there was always times where we just hadn't worked on it for weeks, maybe even months, and we're just like, so when are we going to pick up the game again? When are we going to keep working on it? Um, I think when... You don't have a studio and you don't uh, have an allocated amount of time per week where you go, this is game development time. Um, you know, other things in life get in the way. And um, I think we're mostly okay with that. Um, I think we're okay with game development being a being a hobby, um, just being something that we work on when we, when we feel like it. Um, we know there's a lot of issues with that too. But, um, yeah, I think it was... There was never a time when we thought, okay, well it's progress is slow so let's just not do it it was always um you know progress is slow but we'll get there eventually I don't know if Tim has a different angle on that but
2: uh, that's probably pretty much it Yeah, and um I think there were, asked... there were def- Yeah, sorry there were definitely it. times where it's like uh, do, do we do we still want to finish this thing you know um I think we kind of uh, you know for our next game I want to do something so much simpler because um, we just wanted to keep adding features um, oh,
0: feature creep
2: yeah so um, yeah and then that just obviously means more work Yeah. but there is Reese. there is another good question there
1: yeah where is the single cave woman there's, mm. there's not just one I mean, are yeah. they referring to the
2: game or real life here yeah you need to elaborate where are all the single cave women? I think they're um, not Both. Okay, both. <laughs> um, extinct. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> uh, have we got a funny answer for this reason? No. Um, th- no, they are women.
1: Yeah, that's... Actually, that's the... Uh, yeah, no that's right. That's the official that's the answer. Official. Is, yeah. Um, you know, if you if you want to call us sexist, then go right ahead. But I think if you uh, deny the possibility that women can be bald, then that's sexist. And so have beards and <laughs> that's right, and sound yeah. like men in every other way. Yeah. So yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so they're yeah, they're everywhere. You just have to know the difference.
0: Yeah, my my caveman grub grub was actually a cave woman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty good. Looking. Um, I,
2: I think in regards to the, I guess, the humour of the game, um, and this is something, again, we, we quickly kind of forgot, just the title itself. Um, you know, Craig just being sort of uh, just a, a a common, everyday 21st century name. Um, we, we, you know, it could easily be, you know, caveman Krug, you know, or Grug or whatever. What was the name of your, your caveman? Um,
1: <laughs> Grug. Yeah, so
2: like, yeah. <laughs> but just, yeah, and, and the other enemies, there's um, Sasquatch Steve, Jurassic John, um, Prehistoric Peter, uh, just using sort of today's names. Um, yeah, sort of gives it that little edge. Um, and also I think um, we had a bit of fun with the tutorial guy. Um, Reese in particular sort of uh, wrote a lot of comical um, <laughs> dialogue for him, um, and um, yeah, just like having little farts and burps and stuff in the games, is all- also good fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of small little touches that just they're there and they make you giggle. I love it.
1: I think that that was the, um, the positive thing about us adding heaps of features. Um, is that it's a very erratic game, both in terms of its humour and its mechanics. Um, we're just like, hey, this is funny. Let's chuck that in there, um, mm. and that was awesome. Yeah. That's that's also having all that time to make the game is also just allowed us to just chuck in fun stuff
2: like Barno the dinosaur.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So if you one of the achievements, there's a few cheats in the game, um, and um, I'm not a big. I'm not a fan of those cheats that just make the game easier because that's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. So, we just added cheats that were just dumb and fun. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, there's one Barney the Dinosaur. Um, it's like a Barney the Dinosaur ripoff. Um, what? And, um, I mean, it's just that was never a, intended. A, a completely original character that we came up with called Barney the Dinosaur. We'll and um, yeah, and you throw rocks at him and he explodes. Um, so that's one of the cheats. <laughs> Um there's a few other ones. But um, you know, get the game and check them out and the, have fun the walrus them. is definitely um
2: my favourite. Oh yeah. A, a big walrus that you just um uh, put him on the ground somewhere and if an enemy walks nearby explodes. I think explosions are good.
1: <laughs> I think when we ran out of ideas <laughs> it was just, just have like, things okay, that go. explode. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We had a picture of a walrus and we're like, we need to do something with this. Let's just make it explode. <laughs> yeah. People walk near him.
2: Um, the other thing that we haven't really talked about for this game is the music, um, and I think that uh, I, I, the music is so good um, and, um, again, like, in some ways it adds to the humour of it that we've got this very, uh, it's like, a, it's a very simple, you know, it's 2D, it's um, uh, uh, sort of cartoon game, but it has this really epic film score, you know, and... Um, and like, like gives you goosebumps, and all they are, are these little sort of cartoon cavemen running around. And I just, I think it just adds a, another level. Um, yeah, you know, and you're having these, uh, and we in you know the recent version we've got this battle music that starts whenever you um, kick into battle with somebody, and it's mm-hmm. like it just makes it so much more epic than it really is. I think it. I think it's. I think we're actually, it's actually tricking people. Um, into thinking this is this is the biggest battle, um, you know, in history.
1: <laughs> it's like an intentional sense of self-importance. We just like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we just tried to make the game so epic, but also knowing that it's just a bunch of guys farting and throwing rocks at each other. That's right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, they they also beat each other with bats. You got you got to give them some credit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And pick berries and things like that.
0: Yeah, I mean that—that that was an intense life back then. Like, dinosaurs <laughs> attacking you every day.
2: Um, there's another question here. Yeah, yeah. A serious one. Serious.
1: Any console ports on the way?
0: Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Uh, well, on we talked way. about that a little bit before the show, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did talk about it a little bit. Ah, um, oh, look, I think with with um, console ports as well. Particularly, you know, Xbox and PlayStation, you're at the mercy of, of their uh, their licensing schemes and things like that. Um, and uh, haven't looked into it a whole lot um, because I think it would be a massive undertaking for two people. Um, we would love to do it, but um, I think we've got to do. That. There's there's a lot of um, similar sort of questions on on where Caveman and could go. Things like, you know, are you gonna are you gonna make it online so you can actually fight each other? Um, over the over the net, um, and uh, you know, are you going to make a tablet version and all those sorts of things? And um, obviously, all the, all of them are, are exciting ideas, and we'd love to do those things. But um, yeah, we, we have to sort of pick and choose carefully.
2: Um, and it would become a slightly different game as well.
1: Um, yeah, you know, at
2: the moment, it's very much a, a mouse and keyboard kind of game. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's right. I think I think too the The age of the game being, um, you know, parts of the game are are three years old. Um, a lot of, a lot of it's been refreshed this year as well. Um, there will, there'll be a point where it's, where it'll show it's, it's age. Um, and, and we need to kind of make sure that we can move on and, and come up with a fresh idea so that we're not just the guys who made Caveman Craig, but we're the guys who make various games, um, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. You guys also worked on Tiki Tori, was it? <laughs>
1: or no? <laughs> That'll do. Yeah, Teke Teke. Teki Techie, techie. That's, techie, that's techie There
0: stuff. we go. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, that was actually just me and the guy named um, Greg Vanderbeek. Uh, he did some of the art for Caveman Craig actually as well. Um, he did the uh, like the cave and some of the background art. Actually, most of the background art. Um, Anyway, um, he and I worked on that one, um, and that was actually one of the first um, games that was released on uh, from YoYo Games that was released on, on iPhone. Yeah, um, yeah. There was a period of time when um, before Studio came out, where they were offering a service where you would um, you would you know propose your game to them, and they obviously had the tools to, com- to to port it to iPhone and stuff like that, and they would kind of be the publishers um it was kind of short lived after a little while they were like well actually why don't, why don't we actually release Game Maker with that uh, functionality um implemented um so yeah they released Tekka, Tekka on iPhone uh, years and years and years ago just a little um a little bit like Tetris um I think it's I think it's a game called Baku Baku um on Sega Genesis or something like that that we took some I took some inspiration from um where you just have um, some tiles of food and some tiles are animals and you kind of want to bunch all the, all the food tiles together and then the animal tile will just eat, you know, that whole section of tiles. So the more you can group them together, the, the more combo points you get. Really simple. Um, yeah, um, it didn't...
2: Reese you know... is in denial that it was basically just Tetris with ex- extra features. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I remember it was one of the... Uh... The first games that I actually got on my Android when I got it. <laughs> so I was like, oh my there gosh, there's Yo-Yo Games games out on Android. I got to get them all.
2: <laughs> the um, the funny thing with that is that with that game, what was the story behind the Facebook page for it, Reece? Oh, yeah, I was
1: thinking of that. Um, we, um, <laughs> we created a Facebook page for it. And I think because Tekateki is like Indonesian for puzzle or something like that, um, so we just got heaps of people liking our page. Like we have like six thousand likes on our table. Oh yeah, I like puzzles. Like yeah, compared to you know the two hundred and fifty that Cape and Craig have, um, and everybody like people post on that page, but it's all in Indonesian. So I have no idea what they write, what they're saying. Five
2: and a half. So five thousand six hundred people like it.
1: Wait, how many? It's about six thousand. Whoa. Yeah, but the, I don't think any of them have liked the page because of the game. I think they've liked it because they like puzzles. <laughs> so, I I like there's a there's a language barrier there. Um, but the thing is, they still <laughs> they like our our posts as well um, that we put up there on the odd occasion that we do that. Mm-hmm. So I just I have no idea. It's it's kind of funny. Um, what what does um, yield a good response and what doesn't Um, it's very unexpected you know we um, sort of on a related note um, we found that there's quite a big Russian following with Caveman Craig Um, and uh, there's of all the let's plays on YouTube most of the let's plays are in Russian and you know I don't know why I think that's awesome but um, it's just funny yeah
2: Running. Yeah I think um it, it's funny because we've got this this Facebook page and um this tech a one and I, I I'm like oh put a put a link to Caveman Craig and we'll we'll get 5000 sales but unfortunately it doesn't <laughs> work that way.
0: Yeah no yeah there's the conversion rate and then there's, yeah. there's that and this and the numbers at the end of the day aren't nearly you yeah, yeah. But I'm sure you still got a couple, though. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I, yeah. I think you can track that stuff through Facebook, can't you? Like, uh, people clicking on the link and stuff?
1: Yeah, and, um, you know, we've got all sorts of stuff set up, like Google um, Analytics, and, <laughs> uh, and Steam has a lot of tools around that as well, obviously, so, um, it's, it's, it's very interesting. Um, we found from, uh, both, you know, the Steam release and um, just Sura, you know, when we released Caveman Creek 2, all these years ago, that we actually get quite a high conversion rate um, compared to a lot of the, you know, what would be considered the standard. Um, and and we also kind of, we also get a, a generally positive response on the game as well. So, it's not so much that we, um, you know, that people aren't interested in the game. I think it's more that, um, you know, the, the thing that uh the obstacle for us is actually getting it out there and getting the exposure um, it's it's very tricky to um yeah it's it's tricky it's tricky to do marketing when you're just two guys who want to make a, who want to make games um, I think that I think
2: part of the issue is and and um, I think this is the case for a lot of creative people is you create something and in your mind you think this is great why, why wouldn't anybody want to to download this why and, you know, and then when you see, um, just how how few people actually do respond. Uh, I guess it can be disheartening, but it's it's also kind of reality. You think, how, how much does it actually take to convince someone to purchase something? Um, and you, you know, you think, how many times do I see an indie game and go, hmm, "That looks that looks cool. I might just buy that," without knowing something about it beforehand. I mean that's that's all marketing um, and something that we're not, um, we don't have a lot of skills and experience in. But you do, like you, 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 I was talking to a friend recently who um, who uh, does kids' music, and um, he re- released a CD, and he would go and do a, a big gig, and he's thinking, "Come on, people, come and come and buy the CD." You know, you enjoyed it, um, and he said that people just don't. And he said even to the point where a lady came up and said to him, wow, that was so good. My kids loved it. Oh, they, you know, that was fantastic. They got such a kick out of today. And he's just thinking, is this lady going to buy a CD or what? Like, um, and she didn't. (laughs) She didn't didn't buy anything. (laughs) And and, yeah, that's just, um, that's reality.
0: Wow. (laughs) Wow. I I don't even know what to say to that. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I'm speechless. Let's go check out the chat. All right. Um, yep. Uh, Nintendo's pretty indie-friendly. Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah, so, like, uh, you you guys said that you'd be focusing on PlayStation and Xbox, right? Um. Say that again, sorry? Oh, you you guys said that you would probably focus with Xbox and PlayStation?
1: Sort of. Um, I think we'd, we'd focus on that traditional console, you know, controller
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> style um, game. Um, I think uh, the moment you kind of look at all those new um, technologies, you know, the VR and, um, yeah, and <laughs> even the stuff we're looking at before, right? the, um, whatchamacallit, um, I know, the I'm thing. just trying to find it. 32. Played motion. Yeah, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you would need to make a new game, a, a fresh game from that. Um, I think we're really pushing, really pushing it to try and <laughs> put Cave Craig in, you know, virtual reality or something like that. Um, you know, it makes more sense to just come up with something fresh that's more suited to that to that platform. Um, I, I think too, like you know, I've seen games on iPads that are just like someone's had a game that was pretty cool on, on a PC or a Mac, and then they've just tried to cram it on an iPad app. And it's just crap um, and it's like well it's just a waste of time to port a game to something that you know wasn't originally designed with those sort of input devices in mind mm-hmm. yeah so that's why I'm kind of saying when I say Xbox Playstation I kind of mean you know the the, the consoles that can support that, that traditional um, method of just using a controller um, so yeah and if you go
2: the other direction like a, a- iPad app or something. I mean, if you think about Caveman Craig, if we were to sort of make a iPad version, it would have to be very different because, really, you, you need to have a game that can can operate on two or three buttons. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, not to say that that's not doable. Um, yeah, it just has to be very different. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I'm trying to think. Because the... There are ways that you could somehow still have it have the same depth, just less controls. That's right. Yeah. Oh, but then attacking. Yeah. Attacking is two different things right (laughs) there. (laughs) I was just thinking about gathering and stuff, but yeah, no attacking. Yeah. 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 There's a lot there. But like with a with like a Wii U gamepad or something like that. Um there could be an interesting like a the the way that the the second screen would allow for extra UI stuff could be cool yeah that's where you could purchase your caveman yeah that's right but yeah I I don't know (laughs) just throwing out my my two cents oh uh you just got a link in there for uh Wii U developers yeah
1: yeah that's cool I'm, I'm gonna check that out um it was on my list, um, just to kind of, um, actually, um, in the past sort of few months, you know, I've been looking at sort of app development. Um, I, I worked on something with Tim, um, for his, for his work and, um, and just, yeah, just kind of getting that, um, getting my head around all that sort of stuff and all the, you know, develop, develop licensing and, and things like that, um, and it's, <clears throat> I kind of just need to do one step at a time, but I, as I've kind of <clears throat> got my head around those things, I think consoles are the next thing to look at um, and sort of look at the processes for that. Um, yeah.
0: All right. All right, let's, let's check into Twitter quick. Make sure we didn't get any notifications from there. Nope. All right. Okay. I think we've only think- gotten tweets sh- once before. What?
1: i was just gonna say um i reckon we should give a, a copy to um the weird Nate assuming yep. he hasn't already got a copy
0: yeah for sure um
1: assuming it's a he
0: yep yeah is.
1: sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's, But it's, it's, he did ask for a single single cave woman so that yeah uh,
2: yes of course <laughs> um so the the weird Nate does that mean like that um nate as in n8 like Are we a Nathan or a Nathaniel or a? Yeah, it it is
0: Nathan. So it it is the weird Nate. It it took me years to figure that out.
2: (laughs) The weird Nate. Yeah, there it is. So I mean, they're pretty much running the show today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. No, I'll uh, send over the key. Let's. uh...
2: So so Reese, how do we convince listeners to? to buy our game. What are we telling people? (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) You
0: guys didn't have this planned out beforehand? You guys didn't rehearse this for hours? (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's right. (laughs) We've been up all night trying to work it out. Um, How do we sell this game? uh, Look, the thing with Caveman Craig, um, when you look at sort of the other indie games out there at the moment, um, it's, you know, I mean, everyone's going to say this about the game. But it's a little different, and it's different in the sense that um, there's actually a lot of um, harking back to to old games um, as well. Yeah. So um, we were really inspired by stuff like Age of Empires and Worms, uh, Armageddon, and uh, what was the other one that I always quote? Theme Something Hospital. A, yeah, Theme Hospital. Um, and it's a little, it's a little bit
2: of Theme Hospital in there. But those were yeah. the sort
1: of games we played when we were, you know, in school. Yeah. Um, and so that's really what, yeah, what, uh, drove us to, to come up with our ideas. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a strategy game, um, and, uh, there's a lot of content in there. Um, there's, there's very much the basic idea of, um, you know, you, you get your units and you demonstrate the skills to them so that they know what they're doing. Um, and that's how you build up your tribe, um, yeah, but the exciting thing is after that, uh, as you go through the game, you unlock all sorts of things. Um, you know, we talked earlier about uh, all the all the features we wanted to add in there, um, and um, it got to a point where we really enjoyed and really um, built on the on the aspect of the game of just a lot of a lot of content to discover. Um, so there's a lot of things you can unlock. Um, we actually found, you know, we looked through the um, the statistics of achievements that have been unlocked and. Um, interestingly enough there are a few that we thought would be quite easy to to unlock that very few people have unlocked Um, and uh, in a way um, in a way that's a really cool thing, Um, we like just kind of seeing how the game organically um, yeah, how the game is organically developed and and just getting feedback Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's everyone seems to get a different experience with the game um, mm. And uh, depending on the way they play,
2: yeah, I've been really sort of curious about the um, Lego Dimensions game that came out recently. And oh, yeah. um, I was watching some videos to kind of get, get an idea of what it's all about. Um, and I think it was kind of, from what I've, I've seen, it looked like there's just so much just trying to, you know, use this character who can access this so that you can find some more coins. Like, and you bash as many things as you can to get coins to come out. And I, I thought most of the game was collecting these coins, which from watching the videos, I didn't even know what their function was. But I think that, yeah, a, a lot of games kind of have this, um, I'll try and, try and find this there's five of these things in this level. You know, you've got to kind of search a bit deeper to find it. Um, and personally, I, f- I find that a bit annoying. Um, I guess the idea is for replay value, Um you know that if you finish the game go back again and play it again but this time collect all of the whatever um and i think um yeah i think we we thought with caveman craig you, you could probably um sit down and and really sort of finish the game in a few sittings um but i think having extra things that you can find that aren't just there because they're there but that actually give you like actually unlock really cool things, like you know we're talking about things that explode before, um, you know the walrus and everything. You, you've got to go back and play the game, play the levels again to unlock that stuff. And but, but it's actually worthwhile. Um, so I think that um, f- for a game that may appear to be quite small, it does. It has a lot of a lot of depth and there's a lot of replay. Um, yeah, and and also. Um, the nature of the way the AI works and stuff—you can play the same level twice and have a completely different sort of adventure each time, a different mm-hmm. um, a different story. Um, yeah, and you might actually find it more difficult one time and a bit easier the other. Um, and um, yeah, so that, that's what I would say to people who are maybe considering buying it—is that um, it's it's actually quite addictive, um, and um, you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of playtime in there if you get into it.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a big simulation aspect to it as well. Um, and that's why every time you play the same level, you, you get something very different. And And I wasn't really afraid to admit that, um, you know, sometimes you'll play a level and it's really easy and other times it's really difficult. Um, and I just think that's, that's not really a big deal um, because... Um, yeah, the big thing is having that experience out of, out, of, out of playing and going, oh, I played this level, and when I got to the enemy, I could tell that he'd been like, everyone had been destroyed by a pack of raptors or something like that. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's funny, like the little stories we got out of it. When we did our, our um, alpha and our beta testing, we had a, a group of friends over, and we just played it throughout the, throughout the you know, a whole day, and everybody played differently and everybody had different experiences, um, and it was really cool. Um, when you watch... Um, there's a there's a Let's Play on YouTube of me and a mate um, playing the game, and, uh, yeah, there was just some cool things that happened. You know, we were taking down one of the checkpoints. We were just about to win the whole game um, after a few very difficult battles, and then the enemy just randomly decides to buy some reinforcements, and they just, like, almost completely wipe us out. Um, and... Yeah, it's just exciting. Like, that hadn't happened even as a developer. I'd played that and gone, wow, that was pretty smart of the enemy. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: and I think the yeah. other thing
2: is, yeah, so, like, um, from watching other people play and the different ways they play, sometimes people don't actually want to finish the level. It's uh, one thing I've noticed is they're like, no, I want to keep building this tribe that I have.
1: <laughs> um, I knew that.
2: <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, again, that's another sort of element of the game.
0: Yeah, during during beta testing, um, uh, I I actually got the game to slow down. I had so many cavemen at one point, <laughs> and and then it crashed, and then my computer died. <laughs> so I wasn't able to yeah. send you guys like the error code or anything. And I was like, oh, really?
2: I remember at one point saying to Reese, "Oh, we need to. There needs to be a population limit of these cavemen," um, and I, I think we yeah we sort of never really considered doing that because that's part of the fun is just keep building up that tribe I
1: wanted I wanted to make it so that if if a a player wanted to try and break the game they could if they were smart enough to to find a way um to just yeah do something ridiculous then they should be able to um I remember one one playthrough um a friend got there there's a a reward that you can get that's just a pet dinosaur um and if you manage to get a male one and a female one, then every you know five minutes or so, the female lays an egg um, and then has a pet dinosaur and that grows up. And the pet dinosaurs, all they do is they, they jump and latch onto anything um, that can be killed. Um, and so, yeah, he managed to get the growth rate such that um, every, like, three seconds, you'd hear this hatch sound. Um, <laughs> if not, like, every half second, like... There was just... The entire terrain was just a flood of pet dinosaurs. Um, And the game didn't slow down, which was impressive. Um, But it got to the point where there were T-Rexes, and the moment it would appear, there'd be like a thousand pet dinosaurs would jump (laughs) on this T-Rex, and it would just collapse, like, instantly. And I just thought, you know what, I'm not... Some people would say that that's broken, but I just... I was happy to put it in there. I think it's... I think that's part of the experience. Um, And I'm happy for, for people to... To find ways to do interesting things you, like that.
0: You gave them the tools to to give birth to a thousand dinosaurs, so they can take <laughs> out T Rexes in record time.
1: Yeah, takes a bit of time, but you
0: know, <laughs> it's amazing.
2: That's funny because every time I've played the game, I, I haven't bothered with those those little pet dinosaurs. And again, for somebody else might go. Those are important. I need those to win this level. So yeah, people do have. People play the game very differently. It's very versatile in that way.
0: Oh, we've got a new IRC or hey, Barry. Welcome. Yeah, we, uh, Ask just...
1: us an interesting question and we'll give you a copy of the game.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I like to say hi out loud as if he's going to just magically appear on the Skype call.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. uh, he's getting. A lot of attention.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, the pressure's too much. It just yeah. quits.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's not what he was expecting.
2: <laughs> so he said that he's not good at questions. That's fair enough. But if he put a question mark on the end of that sentence,
1: you know, <laughs> that, that
2: could have qualified.
0: <laughs> you bought a copy of Keith Van Craig?
2: Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not good at questions. I don't know. <laughs> Who are
1: you? That's very philosophical. Very profound. Um,
2: you deserve of mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> to be good or not to be good at questions. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, so, so
2: Reese, if if people kind of are listening to this not live later on, um, do we have what's the? If people do have questions or they want to find out more about the game, do we just send them straight to cavemancraig dot com?
1: Um. Yeah, look, we've got a contact form on our website, which is com or paraboxgames.com. Um, or if you've got Steam and you want to discuss it on the, um, the community hub, then I'm always looking at that as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty pretty active and pretty... Um, yeah, I'm around the place. So always happy to answer those questions.
0: Yep. And if you are listening to this in, in the archive... Um there if you click on the uh show topics link uh on the page, there'll be a pop up and it'll have links to uh their assorted profiles. Um each each of their Twitters, the Parabox Games website, Parabox Game Twitter, um, Craig link, you name it. It'll all be there. Just easily accessible. So don't don't fret. You don't need to Google or rewind it to try to figure out what what the name of anything is. So you will technology find it easily. all right so we are currently at an hour 15 minutes so this is usually where we start wrapping up the show um so if anybody does want to ask any last questions if anybody's been listening in and just hasn't jumped in the irc for whatever reason uh feel free jump in um oh and we actually just got somebody
2: <laughs> oh this is our this is our okay. music man
0: rick Ricardo Garcia. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Welcome here. Do you wanna? Do you wanna want a copy of the game that you did music for? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, used... on that note, um, uh, I've been chatting with um with Ricky about um releasing the soundtrack um and uh, we're just um finalizing a few details on that. But um yeah, we're looking at including the the soundtrack, which goes for about. Um, half an hour 40 minutes I think hmm. um, into the into the Steam package um, so look out for that um, yeah nice. it's it's pretty epic
0: <laughs> yeah Ricardo uh, do you want to um, do you want to share a link to where we can find some more of your music too we'd be happy to share it around on the uh, on the page let's get the get the whole dev team here
1: <laughs> <laughs> just need to yeah. fun Greg. but uh other than that? That's all of us. All right.
0: So I guess uh before we wrap up there there is something that I I was wondering uh uh before before we did the show like it was one of the first questions that I even like formulated cuz I I was curious. What what are you guys' jobs cuz I I know that you I knew that you guys didn't do this uh full time. So what what do you do
2: outside of the game dev?
1: Tim first. Huh?
2: Ah. Oh. <laughs> um, sure, I'll go first. Um, I I um uh, uh I work for a, a media company and um yeah, so I do a lot of uh, video editing uh, and actually a fair bit of two D animation as well, um, which is good. Uh, I do a lot of work um on the side, so sort of freelance stuff. Okay. Um and um yeah, like I said before, my my background experience in um. Animating for uh, kids uh, TV shows, um, which I, that's really uh, my passion. That's really what I enjoy. Um, and of course, that those those skills and, and passions translate very well into um, into game development. Um, what else do I do? Uh, <laughs> no, I uh, I do a lot of little things, um, but yeah, it all kind of Rip revolves around right that. Oh yeah, so um, uh, me and another brother, um, we um, we sell subscription boxes um, here in Australia oh. um, called Brick Pack, um, and um, we we've, we've done that since March. And uh, so my other brother Gareth, he's um, he's a bit of a sort of buy and uh, Lego buy and sell legend, um, mm. and um, he he sells sort of rare minifigures and. And Lego sets and and such Um, and I said let's do a a loot crate style thing, Um, so yeah we've been doing that since March and um, we've got a a, a healthy amount of subscribers for that and we send out a a box of um, Lego and uh, brick themed goodies every month Uh, we're actually just about to send our October one um, on Monday Um, so um, if that's something that interests you, if you're in Australia, um, the website is uh, brickpack.com, and it's pack P-A-K. Uh, um, yeah, I think we're the the only one um, of its kind in Australia. I know there's two or three in the United States. Um, but yeah, that's been um, that's been a bit of fun, and I've been able to do a bit of design work um, in that, and also just tedious box packing, which is actually kind of a bit fun when it's when it's Lego toys. So uh,
1: that's another little thing that I do. Sweet. Yeah. uh, As for me, um, I work full time at a a Christian school. I'm the IT administrator there, so um, yeah, everything IT related, I'm in charge of. So um, from uh, you know the tent support stuff to the server management and network management. So um, I've been doing that basically since um, straight out of school. So about seven years. and uh, really love it. So uh, that's, my, that's my full-time job. Um, and, uh, yeah, like Tim, um, I kind of like to have lots of little projects going on um, on the side. So um, currently my, my big plan is to take my uh, music more seriously, um, composing music and um, playing guitar and stuff like that. Um, so that's my, my current focus. I used to do web design and graphic design and stuff like that as well but I've since um, shelved that so uh, yeah music and IT administration and game design
0: sweet uh, yeah you sent me over a couple of uh, files um, we should yeah. we should play one and then head to the credits uh, which, which one do you recommend DC, DP or OSI yeah.
1: Um sorry the track titles aren't very imaginative. Um <laughs> uh, I was hoping you'd um you'd have heard it and gone. This one's this one's too awkward to put on. No, it's not really. Um I would do uh do you want something energetic or a little more acoustic and um not energetic? Are we talking Caveman Craig soundtrack here? No, no, <laughs> this is my own stuff. Um oh. This is and this just to be just as a disclaimer. This is rough demo stuff, um, but it's um, yeah, it's my next my next project. I'd play um, either DP or DC.
0: Okay, take, um,
1: take a step in the dark and just pick one.
0: I'm gonna go with DC because al- alphabetical.
1: Okay. okay, that's pretty energetic. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed.
0: Like right there, boss battle music. Yeah. Like
1: That's 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 how um that's how my style of music sounds when when it's MIDI <laughs> or sequenced, <laughs> it just sounds like video game music. But eventually there's gonna be real instruments playing that stuff.
2: I think yeah. after that I'm not gonna be able to go back to sleep. Five thirty AM Oops. Yeah,
0: yeah, no. What, what I was thinking when I when I was listening to that was like I, totally just envisioned a Final Fantasy VII, uh, boss <laughs> battle right there. Nah. Cloud slashing some enemy.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, some epic brass synth in that. Sweet. All right, so that was our interview with uh, Reese and Tim Andrews. Thanks for coming on, guys.
2: Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, it's been good fun.
0: If you guys want to stick around for a minute after the show, uh, feel free to. Otherwise, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Thanks for everybody that listened in. Um, We are also uh, giving away uh, another copy or two uh, in a giveaway that we're going to launch um, sometime this week. Uh, We might launch it right after the show. We might launch it on Monday. Um, uh, We'll tweet it, so uh, head over to Twitter um, and keep an eye out for it. And you can win a copy of Man Craig. Thank you for listening in to broadcast number 66 of Indie Radio. Indie Radio is broadcasted live with 1,000 mics and recorded using Adosti. Our next show will be on October 24th, live from IndieCade. Thank you again for listening, and have a fantastic weekend.